1: Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. Today, you guys, we are getting down to some nitty gritty stuff about parenting our kids as they are going into that fun time of life where their bodies are changing and their brains are changing and everything is changing. They start smelling different and pretty much everything gets turned upside down and we have to figure out how to navigate those times. Now, this episode is primarily focused on the girls, although we do have a little bit to say about the boys and conversations that we have with them and how to make them knowledgeable about their bodies and all of that kind of thing. But we also dive really deeply into all of the products that I think are handy and the best ones to have on hand, the cleanest products for your girls as they're entering all of those fun puberty stages. We talk about deodorant and shaving and pads and all of the things. So if it ever feels overwhelming to you, this is the episode where we just kind of lay it all out. And I thought it would be fun to have on one of my friends and patrons of the show because she's been asking me a lot of questions about this lately. She's had a lot of like, well, what do I do? I just don't even know where to start. I don't feel like my mom did a great job. And so I need to know what to do for my daughter. And I was like, well, why don't you just come on the show (laughs) and we can have some fun talking about it there. So she comes on, asks me all of her questions. We really deep dive into it. And I think it's kind of a fun conversation. It's a deep conversation, probably not one where you want to have little ears around because we're really going to go there. We're going to get kind of TMI. But we're going to talk about the things that need to be talked about in regards to puberty. So Sarah Lynch is coming on this episode with me today, and I hope you guys get a lot out of this. I hope it is helpful. I would love to know if you have any other questions. So be sure to be in touch if you feel like this episode was beneficial to you and your family. But before we dive in, really quickly, I want to mention that we are about to be wrapping up the accepting of applications for the Live Well Planned cohorts for the next couple of sessions that. That we will be having. So, if you don't know what that is, basically, I am offering an intensive program to five ladies at a time where we meet on Marco Polo and I also walk them through other tools like Google Calendar and Trello and a lot of one on one coaching and interaction to help them take all of the things that are overwhelming them, all of the different plates that they are spinning, and make sense of them to get everything out on the table, to create a schedule and routines that work so you're not only being productive, but you're also. Also making sure that you take care of yourself well so that you can keep doing all the things that you need to do. It is really like a masterclass in getting your life dialed in so it doesn't feel so overwhelming because I think a lot of us just deal with so much stress and feeling like so many things are pulling our attention and vying for the top spot on what we need to get done in a day. And by going through this live well planned cohort, you will have so much better grasp on what you need to be getting done first in your day and in your week. You will also be able to have the tools so that you know how to figure out what needs to be the priority, and work through that process of going from it's all in my brain to, okay, now I have a plan. I am going to teach you how to make that map for yourself so that everything doesn't have to feel so overwhelming and hard. So if you want to be involved in that, then we will have a link in today's show notes to the application. I would love to have you apply. We have some different cohorts that will be coming up throughout the summer, things like Prepping for back to school and that sort of thing. We also will be having a cohort that is just for moms who are working their own businesses. Those work at home moms who are trying to pull together all of the pieces and trying to make sense of everything while also bringing in some cash and they need help to figure out how to make all of the different pieces work in their lives. So we've got a bunch of different focuses coming up. You can answer what would be your preference on the application. So be sure to get your name in there so that you can be at the top of the list as we are filling those spots throughout the next couple of months. Again, look in the show notes to be able to find that link. You can also go to mckenziecoppa.com slash cohort. All right, you guys, without further ado, let's talk about puberty with Sarah Lynch. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, Mackenzie. I am so excited that you had this idea to come on my show. (laughs)
0: I did not
1: have this idea to come on. Okay, so a little bit of backstory: Sarah is a patron, and you've been a patron for like a long time, long time,
0: girl.
1: Yeah, and we have become friends through all of that, and you know, she reminds me to eat when I'm stressed, (laughs) and so. We've been talking a lot, like I, a lot of times will go to the patrons and say, okay, what do you guys want me to talk about on some of the upcoming lives? Because I typically come on live three to four days a week and do a live show in our Facebook group. And we talk about all kinds of different topics, everything from skincare to style stuff, to planning, to just like all kinds of different things. So I will come to the patrons and be like, what do you guys want to hear about? What do you want to talk about? And so this topic kept coming up over and over again. Let's talk about getting our daughters ready for puberty or our kids ready for puberty, or how do you step into that whole process that's coming and what kind of products do they need? And, you know, so all of these things kept coming up to the point where I was like, you know what, maybe I should just do a podcast episode about it. If enough of the patrons are having these questions, then maybe other people have these questions too. And I feel like it's something I've been pretty plugged into and aware of and Sarah especially (laughs) kept asking (laughs) a lot of these questions and so the other day when we were discussing potential ideas she was asking them again and I was like you know what I'm planning on doing this on next week's podcast you should just come on with me and ask me the questions in the podcast and we can do it that way instead of me doing a solo show
0: so here you are Here I am in all my glory, (laughs) in all your glory.
1: And I'm so excited to have you because you've got a spunky personality. And I think this is going to be a really fun conversation.
0: All right, girl, let's get into it,
1: which I think a lot of people probably wouldn't think about a puberty conversation.
0: (laughs) No, I'm not shy though. So I'm ready.
1: Yes. I think it's going to be good. So, I mean, we have a lot of potential questions out there on the table. We're going to try to focus this episode. Maybe there'll be future episodes if people are interested and they want to know more. I mean, I have a 16 year old and a 13 year old who are boys and then an almost 10 year old daughter and a seven year old daughter. So I've mostly done the boy thing, but the girl thing is like starting to happen for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause how old is your daughter? So Kira is eight, gonna be nine in July. Okay. And we are we're already um stinky and unfortunately she has her mama's skin, so she's already getting acne on her face. Oh yeah. Yeah. So So we're gonna talk
1: about all that stuff, but yeah, I've been so surprised. Like this was the year with Emerson where it was like, oh, uh, this seems to have happened overnight, but I guess you need deodorant now. Yes. And like there are things developing that i was just like wait i thought we had longer i thought we had right. more time exactly
0: i'm like you're eight is this normal i'm pretty sure i text you and i was like oh my yeah. gosh mackenzie she smells yeah. is this normal yeah yeah and so i
1: have really been diving into the like well what products do i want for my daughters and what information do I want to be sharing with them? Because, well, I feel like my mom did a pretty good job. Um, There's also so much that has changed in the past 30 years. And there are so many different products and we know so much more about what we're putting on our bodies and in our bodies and all of that kind of thing. And so I feel like I've really kind of dove in there into figuring some of that stuff out.
0: So, yeah. And I have not. And so here I am. Yes, <laughs> that's why you have me. I have that's you to I remind me to eat. And,
1: and you I have you eat. to
0: tell me what to do. Yes. <laughs> so my mom did a great job of like explaining like the sex ed stuff. But when it came to period stuff and like hygiene, I was kind of thrown to the wolves a little bit. So I don't feel well-equipped enough myself to like feel like i know enough to be making sure i'm doing the right things or the best i can do for my daughter.
1: And see for me it's like because i have so dove into those areas and this has come up in other parts of my life too like with planning and whatever that i just think well everybody knows this or everybody does this and, and then we, it's no. <laughs> yeah, it's not until i get in there with like some of you patron ladies and i'm like oh well, not everyone does. Like some people do, some people don't. And so this right. is
0: for those people who are just like, just somebody tell me what to do. <laughs> yes, that is me. Yeah. I'm like, just tell me, like, give me like your opinion, give me your good, better, best list and let me then go and do my own research and figure out what's best for my daughter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it is like, I think is trial and error and it's going to take trying out some different kinds of products and seeing what they like and what works and what you enjoy and what works for your budget and all of that kind of stuff. Right. I think you know, comes together, but today we're going to kind of go over like my best suggestions and also some like good base level knowledge for if you're picking something out on your own, like these are good things to keep in mind. Yes. Perfect. So where do we want to begin?
0: Oh goodness girl. All right. So if we're going to stick to the girls, let's just like go there. Let's go with like, so like I said, What is, so when I was young, there was like in, that was brought to my attention. There was like tampons and there was pads and that was it. And now there's so many things and we've learned that, you know, the chemicals that are in these tampons and pads, you know, the fragrances, all those things are not great for our bodies. So if you had to give us a, here are really good options, here are better options. And if you really want to be super crunchy, here's your best option. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah,
1: it's it's a now it's a flooded market which yeah. we didn't see a lot of years right. ago. But I would say like just a base level not getting into any crazy bells and whistles but just a solid company that is easily accessible, you can find it a lot of stores, you can find it at Target, they have it at a lot of grocery stores now even I've seen and they are a pretty clean brand would be L and it's just L period, and okay. so if you go on Amazon or whatever, and we'll have all of these things linked in our show notes. Um, I think we will probably even have the links to Target if you would like to buy them off there. Um, but if you just search like L period panty liners or L period overnights, and it's what I use most of the time. I okay. use that and a cup, and we can talk about that in a minute. But I I just really like this brand. I think that they make a nice slim pad for smaller frames. So, you know, if you have a petite girl, you're not going to want like something huge except for overnight, which we'll talk about that. Well, we
0: definitely want yeah. full coverage.
1: Yes, <laughs> but they, they make like two different sizes of panty liners. So you want to make sure that you get like the slimmer panty liners. And then they're just a regular pad with wings, I think is really great. They They're very also discreet. All of their packaging is white or dark blue. So it's not like got a bunch of crazy screaming colors on it, whatever. It's easy to just have it slipped into a little pouch in your daughter's backpack. And it's not like, I remember when I had the always pads when I was, you know, in middle school and they were like so brightly colored and, you know, like it was like, well, I'm having my period. (laughs) I need to use the bathroom. (laughs) Can we make this a little bit more (laughs) low key here? You know, (laughs) I remember right after I got my period, one of my friends who already had her period, she came to school with this big wrapped box, but she wrapped it like you would like in a play that they could use over and over and over again. Like the box top was wrapped separately from the box so you could just take off the top but it was still all wrapped well the problem with that was when I was standing out in the parking lot that afternoon with this box and one of the middle school boys ran by and popped that sucker out of my hands the top came off and pads and tampons (laughs) went Went. everywhere (laughs) and they were so obvious and it was just like oh my gosh like I was
0: Humiliating. I used to do the tuck up your sleeve. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like it was in my sleeve. I didn't want anybody to know what was going on. It was just like I just need to use the restroom. Let's go. Yeah. Like let's keep this. Yeah. It doesn't
1: need to be public knowledge. No. So I do appreciate that about L, because I feel like their packaging is discreet. It's just like white. Nobody's really going to think anything of it unless they're looking pretty hard. It's not. Right. You know really super obvious. So I like that about it.
0: And it's not huge. Like you're wearing a diaper because I can remember my first pads and it was just like, what is this?
1: Yeah, no, these ones, like, I think they do a really good job, especially for an organic, um, like clean pad that doesn't have all the foam and the, you know, like all the stuff they put in diapers and silicone and whatever. It, it is still like a pretty slim pad that isn't going to be really obvious. And I mean, I've worn them with leggings before and it's not like, whoa, she's wearing, she's got a tail now, you know, like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it doesn't look like that. So I appreciate that about it. And this is, you know, my daughter has her little pouch in her backpack. I'm still so hoping we are nowhere near her oh, needing yeah. this stuff, but she does have her little pouch and this is what she's got in there. So, that is like my my favorite brand. I've also heard good things about Cora. It's another, like, more natural brand, but I haven't tried it myself. I have tried a lot of the products from Honey Pot. And we've discussed this for like grown yeah. ladies. And I do really like Honey Pot, but I'm going to say, especially if you're getting their herbally infused pads or panty liners (laughs) like there's a little bit of a zip to those and so that might not be the greatest starting place (laughs) no definitely
0: (laughs) not if there's herbal infused that is for adults only unless yeah (laughs) yeah
1: unless you're getting into some sort of like other thing that you need to maybe like see a doctor or something right right at that age like I just think keeping it standard, keeping it simple, not having a bunch of crazy products. Now I will say, we kind of mentioned like the overnight pads. I like from L also because they're nice and long <laughs> right. and you want to make sure you're covering as much surface area as possible.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, it's just not worth it. Like make sure they've got a, a good, like a good few pairs of little shorts to wear with them. In fact, there are even companies, I think, oh, now the name is going to escape me. But there are some companies that make like some period, overnight period shorts. And we'll try to find these and put them in the show notes. But I think that could even be so helpful to just like, especially if there's like any slumber parties or, you know, whatever. You just don't want to be dealing with the potential of leaking. I don't even want leaking in my own bed. So- That is like a good kind of like extra safe layer without feeling
0: like you're wearing a diaper. So, yes, that's big for me because I yeah. can just remember being so uncomfortable and like feeling like I was like making noise when I walked, you know, yeah. it was just crazy looking. Yeah, it was just weird. Okay. Yeah.
1: Ladies, right now my family is steeped in one of the busiest seasons of the year. You probably are too. It's that end of the school season with a thousand recitals and band concerts and... Baseball games and everything going on, and so you know what I need to be on top of to save my sanity our food because we're always going in a thousand different directions. And the way that I stay on top of knowing exactly what we're going to eat and how I'm going to make everything work and what I need to make in advance is using Plan to Eat. It is my long time, like seven and a half years now, favorite meal planning software. It is everything I need all in one place. And the thing I really like about it is I've got all my recipes in there since forever, and I can go back and look at menus that I made a year ago or two years ago at this same time of year, so I know what kinds of meals we were eating so we can get out of that winter rut and start eating a little bit more fresh food. I'm also able to really easily put new recipes in by just copying the link to wherever that recipe was from right into Plan to Eat, and it auto-populates all of the information in there. I can even change the number of servings that I want to make if it's just me and the girls one night or if we're going to have Company over, I can really easily just change that number and it will tell me exactly how much I need to buy at the grocery store. And then you guys, because it's got a really handy little app that I always have with me on my phone, I've always got my shopping list with me along with links to all of the recipes. So I'm never wondering, wait, what was this ingredient for? I know because it's all at my fingertips and I never have to try to remember bringing my shopping list to the grocery store. Did I also mention it's drag and drop? So you just drag and drop all of your recipes right onto the calendar. It's as simple as that, and you can even hook it up to your Google calendar so it'll auto-populate onto there everything that you're doing in your day along with your meals. It's just so brilliant, you guys. They have thought of everything, and I know you're going to love it too. Plan to Eat is a subscription service for $4.95 a month or $39 a year, but you can get two months free, 60 days free, if you go to plantoeat.com slash live well. You don't even have to put in your credit card. You just put all of your information in there they will save it all for you and you can see just what a difference plan to eat can make to your life so get those 60 days free by going to plan to live well
0: i'm gonna say you talked a little bit about um what that she, your daughter has the little pouch at school like what are you putting in there and how many are you putting in what does the pouch look like how are you doing that Well, we, I also have some
1: of these linked. I created an Amazon board called, I believe it's called Girls Growing Up. And so you can find that by going to mackenziecoppa.com slash Amazon. But we will also have all of these things linked in the show notes for everybody. But, you know, I just got like a simple little makeup pouch. So, I mean, you can find those anywhere and it's pretty small. And for her, I mean, let's be honest. It's not like she's going to go to school and, go through four pads on her first day. If she happens to get her period while she's in school, you know, she really doesn't need that much. I think we have like one or two pads and a panty liner in there because there's no way she's not going to tell me like what's going on and like making sure that she's well-equipped for whatever. It's just like the, just in case this happens, you're covered. It's not like a stock up.
0: And, and so I'm assuming that you have shown her how to put a pad into yes. a pair of underwear. Okay. Yes. So that's like something that you don't even, I, okay. Again, cause I'm coming from a place of, I didn't have this. So it doesn't yeah. even occur to me. Oh, I have to like show her how to use this or she'll yeah. have it stuck on her forehead or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know when my, this is a ridiculous story, but I guess when my parents, I mean, they had to have been married by this point, but they they were watching TV and a commercial came on. This is probably, I don't know, in the eighties or nineties, probably the eighties. And the commercial came on for like always. And it was like now with three adhesive strips. And my dad was like, wasn't one bad enough? Because he thought it was stuck <laughs> but, to no. us, like oh, not no. <laughs> to the underwear. Oh no. That's horrible. I know. Oh, so no. Yeah. Maybe just you know, uh, handle the basics, yep. show
0: them okay. how to put them in. Okay. You yeah, know? definitely. That will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I can remember even like, it was like, I got handed like the tampons and the pads and it was like, here you go, There's instructions on the package. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what. <laughs> and I was a late bloomer. So I was a teenager and I'm still like, I was, I can just remember being petrified and like reading this package and being like, I'm going to do this wrong. Something's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> like, oh my um, gosh. Yeah. I think, I mean, in our
1: house, like the policy is we just talk about all of it, like, Nobody needs to be embarrassed. Yeah, it's awkward or whatever, but we're just going to talk about it. We're going to normalize it. This is what it is. We got to deal with it. It is normal. So we're just going to talk about it. And so it's really not a big deal for me to tell them like, okay, this is how you put a panty liner in here. And maybe you're going to get it on and it's going to be sort of uncomfortable, or you're going to realize you need to adjust it. You need to move it farther forward or farther backward. Like that's part of the learning process. You haven't failed at anything. You're just trying to figure out what's going to work best for your body. And that's okay. And so we talk a lot about that kind of thing. So, and also with the panty liners, I mean, my... I don't want to like disclose too much, but at a a young age, younger than, you know, there's still a ways out. We're going to get TMI here for anybody who is just like squirming in their seat (laughs) too bad. Like this is reality, (laughs) Um, but they start having discharge, you know, like their vagina starts working in ways where it's like, that's happening too, to the point where, you know, sometimes that can be uncomfortable. Like it's okay for right. me to tell them, like, if you're more comfortable starting to wear a panty liner, when that happens and you feel, because as we will also discuss, like the way our bodies, I, I forget that not everybody realizes this or everybody knows this or this information isn't as mainstream, but we, I think it's becoming more mainstream, but our, you know, our cycles aren't just our period. It right is the whole month long our bodies month are, long. yeah our bodies are oh. changing our brain chemistry changes by 20% over the course of our full month long cycle and our bodies are doing something different every single week and every single day so there are times like as you get closer to ovulation and oh my gosh, yeah, know this where it's like yep your discharge changes and it gets yep. heavier and then it tapers back off again and you get drier. But that's, those are processes that their bodies are starting to practice before they even get to menstruation.
0: And that can be scary for them, yeah. you know? And that's so- another
1: thing where I think it's so important to explain all of that to them. I mean, like how much, More confident would we have felt more in control of the situation? Would we have felt if we had this kind of information from
0: before we even started our periods? Exactly. Yes. Cause I had no idea. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, what's happening. And you know, to be honest, uh, until this conversation, I wouldn't even have thought to mention like discharge and how this might happen and how you might need a panty liner in there. Like I didn't even cross my mind because I don't know. I just, I don't go there. Yeah.
1: Well, and to understand like that, it's normal that our vagina is actually like our self cleansing and they, you know, this is the process of making all of the things work. And I feel like I didn't, I wasn't even aware of like how much you're, I mean, we're so getting TMI. This is just the way it is. So yeah, the cervical mucus changes so much over the course of the month. And if you don't have that knowledge going in, I mean, I didn't have it until I went through a natural family planning class 15 years ago after I had Roman. And right. it was like, oh, like yeah, now that you point that out, I see right. that that was a pattern and that that happened every month but it never dawned on me. I just thought like, what what is going on? Like why now? Right. or you know. And it wasn't even until now into my later 30s that I've been doing so much more reading and gaining information about all the other hormonal shifts that are happening, too. It's not just what's happening with your uterus and your vagina right. and whatever, it's yeah. your brain chemistry and your hormones and how you feel and your energy and, you know, like all of it ties right. together. And if I would have known that, all of that stuff, from the beginning, not in an overwhelming way, but in like an empowering way, then I think it helps you to feel a little less crazy as a teenager
0: or scared or thinking that something's
1: wrong when there's not. And being able to have more open conversations of like, Hey, so this is where I'm at in my cycle. So this is why I'm unstable (laughs) or being able to, I mean, I do that with my kids. I'll be like, guys, I'm on day 24. And as we all know, day 24 is real rough around here. So I'm going to do my best to be as normal of a person as I can be. But if I get a little snappy, you know why, like have some grace for mom. Right. And I think it helps so much to be able to Have that like honest conversation about it. I think it even helps my sons to have them hear that stuff so that when they get into a relationship someday, they can be like, oh, well, yeah, this is the way they work.
0: Yeah. I shouldn't expect them to be
1: the same person every day.
0: Yeah. That was, you know, some questions that my friends had. They were like, you know, I have all boys, so they're really not going to see a lot of this how do I bring this up to my boys? When is a good time? Is it when they start their changes and you talk about a girl? What do you, what would you say having boys yourself? What would you say about teaching them about what's happening to a girl?
1: Yeah. Well, and I would say, I mean, I think my boys. Okay. Well, first of all, their sisters are young, so it's not like they're experiencing all the puberty stuff with them. I mean, by the time right. they're really going through the thick of it, like Roman's going to be out the door. <laughs> He's right. probably going exactly. so happy that he is. But <laughs> I, and my boys also have had a very different perspective than a lot of kids their age, because like they were there for the births of their sisters. So gotcha. like Roman was my coach for Eliana's birth. <laughs> nine years old so like he he has probably more of an awareness than most kids his age in which I just have to say to his future spouse
0: you're welcome. you're welcome But,
1: (laughs) but I think that like when I really started talking to him about that stuff was probably about the age where we were talking to him about his changes and what his body was going through. Of course he was more aware because he'd been around like birth and that sort of thing. Right. But I've just opted to be like pretty honest with him. And like, sometimes he'll be like, Oh my gosh, mom, you know, like whatever, but he knows. And it's, I've made it commonplace enough that it's not, it doesn't like shock him or, you know, it's just it's what it is. And and I tell him, like, I am doing you a favor to yeah. let you know this information because you want to be married someday and you need to know this is the way that women work. So right. to you also, you're welcome. Like, I don't right. really care how awkward it is. We're going to go there. Like right. I, I was actually, and we're just going to step into this for like a quick minute, but I was actually relieved that he was home during quarantine while he had to go through like a sex ed class in middle school because he had to do it online and he has dyslexia and whatnot. So like I had to work with him on a lot of the assignments and oh, I was just <laughs> like, and I, and honestly, because I'm really the one that he talks to about anything. I have been the one to inform him about all of these things. I mean, I've had the conversations with him. And so I was just like, we're going to go there. And I don't care how awkward this is, I want you to know that you can talk to me about anything. And so right. I am going to, I'm going to draw you a diagram of uterus. <laughs> I'm going okay. like, to, we are going to talk about all the contraceptive methods and we're going to like, we're going to talk about all of the things. And I think whatever your, um, religious perspective is on any of that stuff, I still, even though I would like for him to like wait and all of that kind of thing, I don't think I'm doing him any favors by not making him fully informed about everything that's going on in the world and what is available out there and what is going on. You know, like I want him to know. And so it was like, we're just, we're going to go there. We're going to talk about all of it. And, you know, so was there
0: an age or is it a maturity level?
1: What do you think? I think that, you really know your own kid best and -hmm. you really have to base it from kid to kid. I don't think there's like any standard age. Everybody develops at a different time. Everybody is emotionally ready at a different time. Everybody is exposed to things at a different time. And so you have to be the one as a parent, as far as like the sex ed stuff goes to make that call. But I do think that like being knowledgeable about our own bodies i think that those conversations can start happening at a much younger age and it doesn't have to be the like we're going to sit down and talk about all of this right now
0: like (laughs) let's get awkward with mommy (laughs) yeah and
1: those things are going to happen but if you make it a little bit more part of the normal conversation if you're talking about bodies just kind of on the regular as they're right. growing and changing and you're pointing out like, Oh, look how big your feet are getting and look how you know, but then also you talk about the other parts of their bodies that are normally developing as
0: gotcha. well.
1: Like, I think that it can become a part of the normal conversation where it then can go into those deeper things that you're
0: talking. And it not be about. kind of like a shock, you know, you're done. Yeah. like you've kind of been discussing it. It's kind of just a normal flow instead of it being me. And you're like, here you go. Here's your stuff and have a good day.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that with my daughters, especially, I mean, they've seen me, they've had questions. Well, when am I going to get boobs? Or, you know, like what's that hair or whatever, you know? So that just leads to a more normal conversation of like, yeah, someday you're going to have this. And like, um, we can talk about it and we can, you know, like, We can normalize the conversation to a certain extent. And then I think that then as you develop that into, you know, when my daughter started having, I would say really like right at her ninth birthday, it was like, have you been abducted by aliens? What happened to my daughter?
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Come
1: on. This is a lie for me. (laughs) I know. Well, and I remember Roman at that age too, like we hit nine and it was like, where did he go? like something has changed. And she was like deep in it for, I would say a good four months. And then we've kind of like pulled a little bit back out of it. But during that time, it was a really good opportunity to go a little bit deeper into like, this is how hormones affect your mood and your brain and your responses. And we need to be aware of these things moving forward so that you and I, as mom and daughter are going to be able to communicate because- This is happening. And, you know, she had her human growth and development class for the first time in school this year. And I wanted to make sure that whatever she was talking about in school, we were then talking about after school. But she said, you know, her teacher asked like, who in the class knows about this thing and that thing and whatever. And she said a lot of the kids in the class had no idea. And she was the kid in the class who was like, yeah, my mom has taught me how my hormones change all throughout the month, and like, you know, <laughs> and that teacher is like, "Whoa, on. you yeah. need to slow down, backtrack." <laughs> yeah, like oh, we're going to optimize my hormones with my diet by the time <laughs> I'm <laughs>
0: eleven. That's so good. I can see her doing that too. Oh, oh totally. So totally. So good. So <laughs> good. So,
1: I mean, I just feel like, especially as far as their own bodies are concerned, the more information that you arm them with, the better, because the more you know about your own body and the way your body functions and all of that, then the more responsibility you can take for- doing things with it that are good and taking care of it. Well, I mean, we have such a a culture of like, Oh, if I take care of myself, I'm being selfish. And I'm, you know, like, let's start defeating that now at these ages so that they know how to take care of themselves well, so that they aren't getting depleted and they're getting the things that they need and they're learning what nutrients they need and paying attention to like the whole idea of like listening to my body. I feel like, didn't click for me until I was like going into labor for the second time. (laughs) Like the the idea of paying attention to what your body is actually telling you was so foreign to me. And so like teaching them to clue into those things and knowing that there are things you can do to make it feel better and to work with your body. I think that is so important and so helpful.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Ladies, you know how it is these days. It feels like almost every show you watch is a copy of something else. You can almost quote the next line before they even say it. But that doesn't happen when I watch Acorn TV. It's the best place to get shows from Britain, Ireland, Australia, and beyond. Everything I watch feels new and original, and there's something new to discover each week. Acorn TV is the largest commercial-free British streaming service that features compelling stories, exclusive premieres, and originals you won't find anywhere else. Acorn TV has hundreds of exclusive shows from around the world, including award-winning mysteries, dramas, comedies, history, and so much more. The series you find on Acorn TV are cleverly written, visually striking, and feature renowned actors and hosts like David Tennant and Mary Berry. One of the shows that I think is really fun is Agatha Raisin. They are in season four. It's an Acorn TV original. Ashley Jensen returns as Britain's funniest, most fashionable country sleuth in this delightful private detective series. This all new series includes four new mysteries based on the best-selling novels by MC Beaton. The New York Post calls it comically whimsical and AV Club says it's cozy and reliably entertaining. Agatha Raisin is a charmingly eccentric detective. With Acorn TV, you get thousands of hours of new enthralling content, for a fraction of the cost compared to most streaming services at just $5.99 a month. For original shows from Britain and beyond, Acorn TV has them all. You're going to love it like I do. So try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorntv.com and using my promo code LIVEWELL. But you have to enter the code in all lowercase letters. That's tv promo code Well lowercase letters to get your first 30 days for free acorn.tv code live well ladies i want to take a quick minute to talk to you about our hormones because we all have them, and they're not very fun to deal with, but there is a new company that is helping us to deal with them as naturally as possible, and that is Bonafide. So Bonafide was created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany hormonal fluctuations within our bodies, because every woman deserves relief without compromise. So they have created naturally powerful remedies to safely treat the natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives, from PMS to menopause and everything else along the way. I mean, whether you are dealing with hot flashes or vaginal dryness or hormones around PMS vaginal itching I mean let's just be real all of it's out there we all deal with it at some point and Bonafide has the supplements to help you feel more like yourself and get things back on track again these are non-prescription solutions that treat women's health issues using ingredients from nature as often as they can to maximize effectiveness and relief and they're clinically validated the ingredients in every Bonafide product are the result of thorough research and development and clinical trials resulting in every product being scientifically validated. Their safety is top priority. All products are made with safe yet powerful ingredients completely free of hormones, can I get an amen, and without alarming side effects, and they are endorsed by over 8,100 doctors across the country. Bonafide is putting the days of period euphemisms and menopause myths behind us. Women struggle with real issues and deserve to be spoken to in a real straightforward way that acknowledges and emphasizes their experience, and Bonafide is doing that, helping over 333,000 women so far. So give Bonafide a try today. No hormones and no prescription required. Real relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com and use my promo code LIVEWELL. That's HELLO, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E dot com and the code LIVEWELL. That's L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L for 20% off at checkout. And I just want to thank Bonafide for sponsoring Live Well Anyway.
0: Yeah, and just having it be a normal conversation. Like I can remember yeah. it was just so awkward with my mom because it was just like, one time here it is, you know, and the sex ed stuff that she wanted to teach us, she put a cartoon video in and it was like so bizarre. Yeah. and Like she tried, she did her best, but I would like to do better. And just knowing from my experience, I want her to be more prepared But I also know, like, we've already started talking about it. And when I mentioned your period and I said, you know, blood comes out of your vagina, she literally cried and said, so I'm going to die when this happens. It's like, whoa, you just don't know what's going to come out of their mouths and what they're thinking. So for having conversations earlier, it's going to be less, like, traumatic, I guess. Well, and I
1: think even in that, like, explaining to them, it's mostly not blood. It's actually menstrual lining that is coming out. Right. So you're not hemorrhaging. You're it's not like you have a cut and you're bleeding. It is the the inside lining of your uterus that is sloughing off because you're not having a baby. And that's what your body is supposed to do. Like right. you would actually it would actually be not good for you if that wasn't happening. So while it's annoying and messy and whatever it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing that that's what your body is doing, because it means that your body is functioning the way that it's supposed to function.
0: See, so- can I just call you the next time she's having a heart attack and I'm like, no, it's fine. Cause I never, I don't even think to like voice it that way. They're like, no, it's just the lining coming out. It's not anything. No, I was just like, no, it's normal. It's fine. Well, and that's
1: where I'm like, where's a post-it note? Let's draw a diagram. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I end up doing and be like, this is the uterus. This is the lining that's building up all month long. And then it comes out and that's all it is, you know? And so, and your body's trying to get it out. So sometimes your body does things like cramp and whatever, but if you're having a lot of trouble with cramps and that sort of thing, then we need to address those issues. We need to see, is there something you're deficient in? Are there supplements that we can have you taking that is going to help? I mean, okay, there is a book and it is super controversial as far as the non science parts of it that she talks about. It's okay. called In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. It is very long. <laughs> and <laughs> so I, I have the hard copy and the audiobook, and I listen to the audiobook. And I'm going to tell you right now, she is really into feminism. She's really into down with the patriarchy. She's really into all of the movements and the, you know, all of the stuff. Like you have to go into the book knowing that. And if you you can get past the first few chapters and get to the science of what she is talking about it is so worth it. You just, you really have to go into it knowing like, hey, I don't agree with you. I may not even like you as a person, but the (laughs) information that you have as a scientist and a biohacker and like what you have done for figuring out women's bodies and how our cycles work and what we can be eating to benefit them, Like she, she goes through a whole thing of you should be eating different things all throughout the month because your body needs different things at different points all throughout the month. You shouldn't be doing the same exercise all throughout the month. It's actually defeating. Like that's why you're not losing the weight that you want to be losing because your body works different every week of the month. So you shouldn't be doing the same thing every week of the month. Like she goes into all of that. She goes into the brain chemistry and how our brains work differently. Like there's certain weeks of the month where you're more verbal. There are certain weeks of the month where like do, during your menstruation, your left and right hemispheres of your brain have the most crossover between each other. So that's actually the best time of the month to be critically thinking about things and doing reflection over the past month and figuring out what things are working and what things aren't like. She gives so many amazing insights into how our bodies work that I think it is worth it to listen to the book and just disregard all the stuff that you don't agree with because the right. science is so good.
0: Right. So, it's kind of like going to a doctor. You want the best doctor for the knowledge, not their yeah. bedside. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so you just and same with a lawyer. <laughs> you know, like you're going <laughs> for their information, not so right. much your viewpoint on things. It's okay if you don't agree with everything. Right. So if you can just like get past that. I think that it's really a a worthwhile read for us all to know our bodies better and be able to to take care of them better and to teach our daughters to be able to do the same.
0: Correct. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, for those with sons to teach them, you know, what's happening and what's going on. I was doing some reading before I was getting on here about boys, and I'm like, I did not know that happened. I was like, okay. So, all right. Good for you guys. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I feel like obviously we've hit on a lot of like (laughs) philosophy here of talking to our daughters, but the last thing that I want to say, especially once your daughter actually starts her period is I think one of the best things that you can get her plugged into is if she has a phone, getting her the moody month app. And if you don't have this as a woman, either like get it now, it is worth the subscription because they tell you, Each and every day of the month. First, you can log in there. You can like log your own symptoms of how you're feeling, how your energy is and like all of that kind of stuff. But then you can also go in and it tells you like you're on day 19. This is where your energy is probably going to be at. You might be struggling with this. This is something that you can eat to help you feel better. That's going to nourish you in this part of your cycle. And if you want to work out, this is what you can do. Nice. It lays it all out for you. It says like during this part of your cycle, you're going to be more tired and you probably need to relax. Here's a foot massage you can like do for yourself. Like it has all kinds of amazing information that I think, especially, I mean, I use it even though I feel like I have a, a, you know, a fairly good working knowledge of it, but I think especially for someone who's just trying to get a grip on, okay, this is how my body's changing all throughout the month. It so pinpoints the actual day that you're on. And it even asks you at the end of the whole description, is this sort of how you're feeling today? And you can (laughs) either be like, yeah, not really. Or yeah, that's totally right. And it keeps customizing to your body. And so I think that there are so many great tools out there like that now that can kind of demystify the process and make it a lot easier. I mean, it's just literally going to tell you, this is how you're probably going to feel today.
0: (laughs) And then no. you can make decisions based on that, you know, it's helpful. Awesome. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, today is not the day to decide on if you're going to, you know, buy that car or not yeah. Let's Put it next week. Yes. Yeah. Nice. It's just, okay. it's, it's
1: helpful for even interacting with the people in your life and, and all of that. Nice. So, um, okay. I do want to hit on the tampon question because I think that you have asked it and probably other people will ask it too. You know, I'm not a tampon where I'm not sure because of dance, if my girls will end up having to be tampon wears, I don't know that yeah. they're going to be down with a cup. Like a tampon might be a better way to go just for like the movement and everything. Um, but if you're going to get tampons, get ones that don't have the chemicals. This is like so important that you get organic, just like cotton. We're not messing around with a bunch of stuff, tampons, because I think what a lot of people don't realize is that toxic shock syndrome actually comes from the chemicals that are in the tampon, not the fact that your period blood, which by the way, has been in your body all month long is somehow still in your body. Like that's not what is causing that. It is the chemicals that lead to toxic shock syndrome.
0: Yeah. My mom had toxic shock syndrome. So she was always like, you take your tampon out. You go no more than whatever the hours were at the time. And you always got to be on it. Yeah. To this day, she'll, you know, be like, oh, you know, she knows I have my period and I'm using a tampon. She's like, don't forget. Mom, I got it. I am 40. I'm good. I got you. Yeah, I've been down this road a few times now. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: I just think that it's important to, make sure that you're just getting clean products because even more so than the pads, this one's going inside. So it's really important.
0: And it's pretty scary because I can remember using like tampons with fragrance, Yeah, you know, and I'm just now I'm horrified. That is, but again, they're in a lot of our products is these yeah. fragrances and you just don't know what they are, where they come from. And you're just going in there blind and putting that literally in your body. Yeah. And a lot of them are
1: hormone disruptors <laughs> that we're putting uh, directly into our vaginas. Like it's uh, just not a good idea. No, it's you know, bad, bad, but, bad, bad. And as far as teaching them how to use that, obviously I think just demonstrate with your hands, you know, like
0: show them what the what instructions do. mean with your hands. Right. Oh, there you go. That's what I'm like. Cause that was one of my, I did, wasn't going to ask it here, but that was one of my questions because I got the box and the directions like, yeah. for real. That is how I learned. And it was not an easy process. And it was also, I wasn't one that was like experience, like experience. Nope. Not for the right word. I wasn't experimenting like with my body. So I had no idea what was going on down there or where yeah. to put things exactly. And I got a box in directions and I don't want to do that for her. But I'm like, am I supposed to like literally show her? Yeah. That's creepy. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I think just use your hands, you know, just yeah. like show like, this is your vagina. This is all the tampon. This is how far you need to put it in. This is how this works. You know, like, yeah, I think that can be done very simply. If you decide, this is such a ridiculous plug, but if you decide to go the cup route, I know of some great videos that are animated (laughs) on the organic cup website. And it's a familiar voice that (laughs) you'll
0: be very comfortable
1: with. Oh,
0: For those of you that don't know, Mackenzie is also a voiceover actor. (laughs) (laughs) And I recorded this one years ago when I
1: was living with my parents and I was recording in my brother's bedroom in his closet. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember doing these and then like opening the closet door while I was sitting there and being like, are you uncomfortable yet? And he was just like, I just don't even understand what's going on. Like, Oh my God.
0: He's like, I have my headphones on in and tuning you out actively.
1: Pretty much like, just make it stop.
0: Make it stop. How many ways
1: can you put in a cup?
0: Like, right. (laughs) make it stop. Would you recommend a cup and do they make them for younger girls? Well, they make them
1: in two sizes generally. So they usually have the like before age 35 or before you've given birth size and then the after size. So, I mean, technically, yeah, it could work. I though, because in my experience, like, yeah, they're, they're great, but especially on a heavy day, like if you're shifting around. There is a chance that something could leak, or you know. Right. Like, so I don't know that it would be my like top suggestion for if my girls are going to a very intense ballet class or whatever. Right. You know, like it, they just might feel a little bit less like, oh, this this cup's going to pop a leak, and you know, oh while that doesn't happen often, I wouldn't want them yeah. to be worried about it. Correct. And so, yeah. in that case, I think that a tampon with a panty liner is just probably a better way to go. Right. And and then as they get, you know, probably I would say I would probably start introducing the cup when they were more like 14, 15, if they were interested and and then letting them you know, experiment with it and see what works for them. I, you know, when I right. started wearing one, however many years ago, I had to kind of experiment with it and be like, well, do I like this and how does it work and how do you put it in? And, and you also, you kind of have to be to that point where you've done it for long enough, where you've just gotten really comfortable with the fact that like your hands are going to get messy and right, yeah. you're dealing with the blood and you've yeah. just kind of got to get over it. This right, is exactly. what it is, you know? Yeah. And I don't know that I would have been ready for that right off the no, bat. You no, know? I
0: am not ready for it as a 40-year-old woman. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I just can't. And that's, you know. There you go. That's, that's what I'm choosing. Yeah. not to go there.
1: <laughs> and it's that you just got to figure out what works for you. So right. so I think, and letting them do that too. Be like, well, you can give it a try. And if you don't like it, then that's fine. And you know, right. you just got to figure out what what your lane is. Right, exactly. What you're comfortable with. So awesome. But I think there's also like so many cup options out there now. You can even buy them at Target, you know, like it's a different world than when we were younger. There's just so many options for them to really get to try. Well, this is what makes me feel the most comfortable and helps me get through this time.
0: So I mean, like with pads and tampons, with the cup, is there some that are like you wouldn't wanna use? Um, I mean, chemicals or something,
1: I think most of the ones who are developing cups at this point are making like a BPA free, pretty clean product. So I think that a lot of them that are out there are pretty good. Mine that I really like and have used for a few now years now is by salt and they have the couple of different sizes and they also have like at the bottom of it is what they call a stem and you can actually trim that stem so that it is the most comfortable for you. And so that's what I ended up doing after I had worn it and kind of figured out like, okay, this is what is going to work. And so I think it's kind of customizable in that way. But also I believe it's by Flex. It's a cup that has like this little part that you pull on it that breaks the suction for you. And so like- that is supposed to make it a little bit easier, so I've heard decent things about that one. Nice. Um, and then like Diva Cup is a very popular brand, and then of yeah. course Organic Cup, <laughs> which you can find <laughs> online <laughs> and <laughs> listen to the videos for how to use one. So, I love it. I actually did those before I'd ever tried a cup, and it was what made me kind of think like, hmm, like should I should I give it a whirl? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I don't I'm know. <laughs> I know how to do it <laughs> like
0: so but do I really want to go there do yeah. I yeah
1: and I guess it's, it. it's ended up working out well for for me especially on my heavy days
0: so yeah I mean I've got plenty of friends who use cups so I'm sure you know they've got more experience than me in that
1: yeah and I mean it, it there's a learning curve like you've really got oh, yeah. to be willing to kind of like stick with it to see how to make it yeah work.
0: I can imagine yeah for sure
1: yeah Okay, ladies, I want to take a second and give you a little peek behind the curtain of the podcasting industry. Okay, it's no surprise, but it's a bit of a boys club, as a lot of things are, and only about 28% of charting podcasts are hosted by women, even though women audiences listen to podcasts 20% more than men. I mean, I think we often need more of a break from the little people, and we want to hear adult voices. And so it helps to have great podcasts that we like to listen to, and I love listening to other women podcasts. Plus, women also control 85% of household purchasing in the US. So the question is, why are our voices undervalued in this space? Well, one company that is working to solve this problem is Asa Collective. I'm a proud member of this platform that connects women and podcast creators with advertisers to amplify and support. Underrepresented voices like ours. Asa has been a huge partner for me to be able to help monetize this podcast and make it a way that I can help provide for my family. It has made it more reliable for me to be able to get great sponsors that I really like to be involved with the show. They create long standing contracts with my show, which are really helpful because it gives more stability to what I'm doing. It's just made a really big difference. They've been great to work with, they're very clear in what they're asking for, and also help. Having a monetization partner like Asa means that I'm in control of the advertisers you hear on this show while I'm able to increase my earnings potential, but make sure I also really like the people who I'm partnering with. So if you would like to support Asa's efforts, get more awesome lady podcasters, help us to be able to make a living with what we are doing, then I encourage you to learn more about Asa and learn about their crowdfunding campaign on Start Engine to become one of the first podcast networks owned by its listeners and members. That's you and me. So visit startengine.com slash ASSA. That's startengine.com slash O-S-S-A, to learn more and partner today. Thanks so much for supporting Ossa Collective.
0: Okay. Do we have time to dive into hygiene and skincare?
1: I mean, I think we should do it a little bit. At least I don't know if we're going to end up having to do like a follow-up episode because this, we have gone a little bit into more of the, the knowledge portion than I thought we were going to, but I think that we should at least hit on some of these things. So like the deodorant thing, I think that's really important. It's one of the first things that it's like, oh, we've turned the corner. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to, we're going to need that here. And so I think like base level knowledge going in, which I think a lot of us know at this point, but you don't want aluminum in your kids' bodies or your own body. And so avoiding any product that has aluminum. And you can specifically do that by finding one that is just deodorant. It is not antiperspirant. It is actually not normal for our bodies to not be able to sweat. That is one of the number of ways that we detox and it can be really annoying, but it's actually much better for us if we sweat. So going for something that is just a deodorant and doesn't have a ton of artificial fragrances. I think if you're just having, like, you just got to get something and you're headed to Walmart, you know, surprisingly there actually are options at Walmart, but yeah. you just, you want to look for something more like native or Schmidt's or Tom's or anybody that isn't going to have a ton of artificial products, especially fragrances and, um, the aluminum for antiperspirant. Yeah. So that's just kind of like a good, base level knowledge going in. But I think one of our, well, I'm going to list two favorites that we have had. And that is, I really like Primally Pure. They've got a lot of different options and they're going to be like as pure as you can get, but something else you have to make your kids aware of is that when it's not an antiperspirant and when it's not got like hormone blockers and going to give you Alzheimer's, you also are going to have to reapply throughout the day. Yeah. Like, that's just the way it is. It's not going to be this like 24 hour protection. Like you, right. you kind of got to get over that part of it and know that you're doing something better for your body while you're trying to not smell bad.
0: Well, the so, good news is they have no idea. So yeah. just no, like to the, like for Kira, it will be normal for her to have to reapply because I'm starting her on natural stuff. Exactly. For me, it was odd because, you know, you first had to detox and then do all yep. this. Other bologna and cheese to get you there. Yeah. Um, what about, so you talked about these natural deodorants, but we had chatted it back in the Patreon group um, when you did the live about how I said, you know, she's getting like a little bit irritated under her arms. So yes. talk about some products and why, what causes that and what products are best.
1: Well, a lot of the products that are more natural are utilizing baking soda as one of their main ingredients to right. help with you know, all of it and also make the product like stick together better and all that kind of thing. And so a lot of those products I've heard specifically about Schmitz, I think, and Native that people have had trouble with where their arms are getting irritated or breaking out or whatever. And so I have not found that to be the case with Primally Pure. And they also have a few different versions with Primally Pure. And then the other one that we really like and you can use in all kinds of different areas on your body, is Lumi. And so yeah. it's a little bit more of a paste than it is like a stick. Right, And they have it in either a tube or like a deodorant stick kind of form. And we have really liked that one. They've got a lot of different scents that are natural. And I think it's a lot less irritating because it's made to be used anywhere, even on your lady parts. So. Gotcha. I think that that is like a great, really solid, clean option. So both the Primally Pure and the Lumi. And then I think another great refresher throughout the day, or this is like what I will put on after my bath at night when I'm like, I don't want to put on deodorant before I go to bed, but I want to like right. stay fresh, is the Everything Spray by Primally Pure. So it has got a ton of apple cider vinegar in this spray, which is great for defeating the bacteria and helping with the smell and all that kind of thing. But it also helps with that detox process under your arms. And you can use the everything, everything spray on anything. You can use it as a toner for your face. You can use it on cuts and scrapes, and it's got all kinds of like essential oils and great things in it that are just good for your skin anyway. So First, I really like that everything spray and teaching them to use that as a refresher after they've been out running around outside yeah. and or whatever, like it's yes. just a great, really simple product to be able to use. And yeah. I think I, yeah, I just really like that one.
0: And don't you maybe have a code or a link for us I for primarily Pure? Yes. Yeah. I believe we have it's either a five or
1: 10% discount code that we will have in the show notes for Primally awesome. Pure. So, and they've got, I mean, I really like a lot of their different products. So um, yeah, we will have that in there. They're also, awesome. if you're going to go with, like if you're wanting to get your daughter started on some really clean skincare. Yes, um, that I was my that,
0: next topic, girl. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I think that if you just wanted to like buy sort of like a, a ready to go kit, like primarily Pure is a great uh-huh. option if you're wanting to stay like super, super clean, but also yeah. it can be a little bit more on the spendy side. And okay. so if we're going with just like, I just need to get my daughter started in something, but I'm not going to spend the money on her that I would on my own skincare. <laughs> because okay. if it were like, I would say like, go with Drunk Elephant or Pharmacy or like, I, I love those brands. Primally Pure, like any of those I feel like are clean. They've got legit products that do what they say they're going to do. And they're like a great overall system, but you're spending a good amount of money. So if you're just getting your daughters into skincare or your sons, I think there's some good basic things to be aware of to get them going with, even if they're not wearing makeup. Um, to help them one, learn to get in the habit of it and two, to just help their skin to be as healthy as it can be. So even at this young age, I know people are going to be like, what, but even if they're not wearing makeup, I say do a double cleanse. So start with a micellar water, teach them to just swipe a micellar water on their face with a, um, a little cotton cotton swab yeah. no big deal. It's going to take off that first level of grime and air pollution and everything that we're all just exposed to on a daily basis anyway. Right. So that's a great first step. I really like the yes to carrots brand or it's the okay. yes to brand. I think we do the yes to coconut micellar water. I like that it has a pump on it. And so they're not pouring it out and oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> more than they should be. And yes. so it's just like a great little pumping action Swipe that on their face and then teach them to actually wash their face with a cleanser. So, you know, getting their face in the water, splashing the water on their face, doing that whole thing, I think is really helpful for them to learn to do that at a young age. So if you're not, you know, the cleanser doesn't stay on your skin for very long out of any product that you're going to use. I think that's the one you don't want to like invest a ton of money in. Unless you have the money to spend. Right. And so yeah. I think that the CeraVe hydrating cleanser, again, we'll have a link in the show yeah. notes, is a great option. It lasts forever. Again, it's in a pump. So it's just a really good, sleek, gonna get their skin clean, but it's also got hyaluronic acid. So it's gonna like help to, you know, draw on moisture and that sort of thing. It's not gonna strip them dry. Perfect. Now, I will say, as they get a little bit older, as we're looking into those more earlier teenage years where it's starting, like the acne is really starting to come in a lot more. Maybe they're yeah. starting to wear makeup. Then I would switch over from a micellar water to a balm as the first step. So pharmacies balm, or oh, now Milani. If you're if you need a dupe for pharmacies balm go to Walmart and get the $11 Milani balm. And it's a, it's a cleansing balm. And it, so it kind of looks like a solid sort of like coconut oil. And then when you get it out and you put it in your hand, it melts in your hands and you put that on your face and it melts off all of your makeup, melts off all of that stuff. And something that people don't, it's kind of like this misnomer in our society. Like, oh, if you have oily skin, then you need all products that are oil-free. Well, right. That's yeah, actually what I learned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like strip that skin bare, use a toner yeah. and a, like all the things, but really like, as we have kind of been figuring out with our hair, I think more in the last decade wow. or so, the more you strip your skin, the more it's going to send the signals to your skin to produce more oil. Right. And so it's actually a very defeating process <laughs> to be like stripping it down. To nothing. And so right. I think like using a balm as a first step or an oil, like primarily pure makes an oil that is for cleansing your skin. I think that's really smart to do for somebody who has acne. And okay. then I think after you've done your double cleanse, following it up with blackhead power liquid, which is like $15 on Amazon. It's from cause RX. It's a Korean Korean beauty brand and it's great for just helping to deal with all of that it's a bha so it helps with pore size and just keeping things clear so follow okay. it up with that and for that i just i don't use a cotton swab i just pump it into our hands and then we wipe it on our face and neck um and then you know we're talking about these young ages so yeah. i would say the double cleanse the blackhead power liquid finish it up with a moisturizer and at that age i would say an oil Like an oil is going to be the thing that is going to help regulate the oil production and is going to help with nourishing their skin and redness and all that kind of thing. And the one that I love best is the rose hip oil, Teddy's organic rose hip oil, really affordable. You can get it off of Amazon comes in a little dropper. They only need like three to five drops and it's going to cover their whole face and neck. So for that young age, like that is what I would have them doing every night.
0: Wow. That is, I got to get on that girl. I got to yeah. get on that. Okay. And, and skincare, is it different for boys and girls? I mean, I think that
1: if they're wearing makeup, it is, they need to step it up with the balm and that sort of thing.
0: Right. And boys can stick to the mice or water.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think so. I, with my son, we as he was like really starting to have more acne around I want to say 14 we got sponsored by apothecary and instead of getting stuff for myself I got stuff for him and he did get like a prescription cream to put on his face and it really did the trick I mean he still has little breakouts and stuff but nothing like I think the acne level that he would have gone to and it was you know like a medicine but I didn't do any like oral medication where he was taking right. any drugs or anything. It was just like he had this cream that he put in his trouble spots and I was comfortable leveling it up to that point to help him to feel more comfortable in his skin. I knew it was right. a temporary thing. He wasn't going to be using it forever. It was just to kind of get through like the hardest part of it and he doesn't use it right. anymore. But I think like, yeah, just establishing, cause they're not going to do much. So making it as easy for them as possible, but for him, even if I can't get him to like actually physically wash his face every night, getting him to even like rinse it off and put on the blackhead power liquid, yeah, there you go. If nothing else, like do those things. But then he's even as he's experienced some, he had some dryness from using the the cream that was from the dermatologist. Mm-hmm. he was like, well, I need something to moisturize my face. I was
0: like, I'm so glad you oh. hear that,
1: you know? <laughs> so, so you can sometimes like, they will see that they have their own needs themselves too. Right. And, you can and what do it. you think
0: about kids wearing sunscreen on their face? Is that a daily thing? Like it is for us.
1: I mean, I kind of think you can't start too early, right? And, but again, if you're using clean products, if you're using clean products, I think that you want to make sure it is a 100% mineral sunscreen with, it doesn't have nano zinc because the nano zinc can get into the bloodstream and all kinds of weird stuff. And you don't want to mess with it, but like getting them a legit sunscreen for the face, I think. And, and even like my girls, well, even all of them, I would say tinted. Because nobody wants their face to be white. So like, it's, it's okay to have it be like, have a little bit of color, but even like Pacifica or like simple brands like that, that you can get at target, make like legit great products that you can use for their face. Um, and, and we just do it in the summer, but, but yeah, I think that as much as you can get them doing it as possible, it's going to be hit or miss. I mean, if we're just honest, but I think as much as you can, yeah, it's a good idea.
0: Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So perfect. So basically the only difference is if you're wearing makeup, you're going to switch to a bomb.
1: Yeah. And I th- I think that obviously there are are more steps that you can start taking as they become te- teenagers. And especially if the girls are more interested in it, there's more things right. that they can be doing, but this is a great base level plan. So in the morning, awesome. I actually don't wash my face in the morning and I would say to them too, it's less, you don't want to strip the skin first thing in the morning. I think that like a good cold rinse and then a moisturizer, I wouldn't be doing the Blackhead power liquid in the morning as well. Um, I would just say like, if they're just doing just like bare level, these like younger ones, especially a rinse, a moisturizer. And then if they're going to be in the sun, then doing the, the sunscreen.
0: And then same thing for Pure has a moisturizer that you like. Um, I'm trying, yeah, they
1: do. They have a tallow moisturizer, like if you you want to um, go that route. Obviously, like I said, like pharmacy, I love the V, actually, their nighttime moisturizer isn't bad, but also just using the Teddy Organics oil again. Oh, that's right. Oil, yeah. I think that is is a great way to go, especially if you want to keep it like more affordable and simple. Um, it doesn't really have much of a smell to it. So I think that's a a good, like entry level product.
0: Nice. Perfect. Do you want to get into the shaving? I mean, I think we can hit on it. I, I do
1: want to say, I know this is going to be kind of a long episode, but we're, we're covering a lot of ground here. I want to say just about hair care too, like teaching them at this age, as their hair is getting more oily and they're going to be more inclined to all of a sudden start washing it more often to teaching them also how to manage their hair and to try to, you know, like, doing things like brushing it out with a boar bristle brush every night. So you're moving those oils through the hair and it's not as concentrated just at the scalp and teaching them how to use dry shampoo in like a good way and how that works and not overdoing it so that it's also defeating, like getting them good shampoo that is going to maybe be customized for their hair using something like pros or function of beauty, like teaching them how to care for their hair well, too in this change, I think is, is another important piece of kind of like the overall body care.
0: Okay. So what if you have a daughter who refuses to do anything but brush her hair? I'm not even allowed to put it up. Well, like we brush it. We've got the bristle, the boar bristle brush. We've got all of that. Is that still enough? Do you think? I think just like, as
1: long as you're teaching her to not wash it like multiple times a week, you know, she's going to change and change her perspective as she gets older. The, right. the way that she sees it right now, don't touch my hair, don't put it up. It's, yep. It will change as she gets older. It just, it just will. And so I would say you don't need to like super battle over it right now. Right. But I think that she will start to on her own kind of be like, oh, maybe. Maybe (laughs) I should do
0: something different.
1: (laughs) And it's another one of those things that it's like talking to her about it. It's like, okay, well, you cannot do that. And this is going to be the result. But if you do these other things, this is what could happen. Like it could actually go better for you. So you can make that choice, but here's the information. So you can (laughs) decide for
0: yourself. Yeah. I like doing that. I like the natural consequences. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: as long as you're arming them with the information. I think that's
0: important.
1: Nice. And then shaving. Shaving. So I think it is definitely, you know, family preference over when it's appropriate and all of that kind of thing. I mean, for my oldest daughter, it came down to a level of embarrassment for her as she was facing like being made fun of even from people who were close to her that I was yep. like, it's not worth it. Like no. who cares? Who cares that you're nine and we're going to shave your legs? I don't care. I would rather, yep. and she also has a lot of sensory issues. So for her in ballet, like having to put on tights and stuff, when she's got hair on her legs, it nearly sends her over the edge. It's like, right. It was like, like, what's the point? It's not worth it to me. Like who cares? Yeah. we right. Shave the hair off your legs. whoop do doo uh, yeah. Like you're not like, you didn't somehow become a hussy because you shaved your legs. (laughs) Like
0: this isn't a big deal. Like it doesn't need to be. See, that was a battle in my house because I was getting picked up. I am a hairy woman. And my mom was like, no, we're not doing it till you're whatever age. And so I took a, like one of those Bic razors with one (laughs) blade. Yeah. I did no trimming because I didn't know anything about it. And I just went to town, went to town. It was, Ooh, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like what kind of razor? How do we show them? Because I don't want her doing what I did. Yeah. And my legs. Well, we
1: kind of made a thing of it. So I ordered the kit from Billy. Um, mm-hmm. because it's I I had been using Dollar Shave Club razors for a while, but I was thinking about switching over to Billy and the Dollar Shave Club razors are really meant for men. Of course, you can use them on their legs, but they do have a blade on the back that is for trimming. And I think that that is like a sketchy area that you don't want to have somebody accidentally cutting themselves because of that back blade. So it's worth it to me to get a blade made for women Yeah. So we decided to go with Billy and also got the Billy shaving cream and that's like nine (laughs) bucks a month for Billy. Yeah. And you can also get it at Walmart now. So like, you know, it's very available. You can either get the subscription or not, but, um, yeah, we, we went ahead and got the subscription. And so when that came, first of all, we did it. First of all, I took off the bulk of the hair with a tinkle razor. So that is the razor that I dermaplane my face with and all that kind of thing. You could get them off of Amazon. We will have them linked. You can get like 12 razors for seven bucks and they're great razors. So we, and we've also done this this spring, like we shaved her some last summer and things kind of grew out over the winter and then getting her ready for summer and recital and all that. We've done it again. So we take that tinkle razor and I shave off the bulk of it for her dry. So no shaving cream, no, any of that. We just take it off dry and that gets it. So when she does shave, it's, it's not clogging up the razor and like dulling the razor. Yeah. We, we've we've taken off the most of it and, and we actually do her arms too, because she's embarrassed about those. I shave my arms. Um, I shave my arms girl. I (laughs) am, I am about. Not being embarrassed because yes. you're a hairy mammoth. Yeah. So we, I do her arms with that and she doesn't shave her arms with the Billy Razor. We just use the tinkle on the arms like every week or two. And so, does she
0: use the tinkle or you no, do?
1: I do the tinkle. Okay. So that's what I she just stood there and like some little shorts and we do her arms, we do her legs, bada bing, bada boom. It's done. Done. Mm-hmm. It does dole that razor. It's good and done by the time <laughs> we've gotten through all of that. That's but- all right. They're
0: seven bucks for twelve. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So then what we did was we ran maybe like three or four inches of water in the bathtub. We sat on the edge of the bathtub and lathered up the legs. And I think we maybe even like had her put on her bathing suit or something. And yeah. she just sat there and I showed her how I did it, and then she did it. And so it it was really not a big deal. We just kind of right. like walked through the whole process and then hosed her off right. and we, it was done. So and right. you have to kind of like walk through that process a few times and now she right. will kind of like do it in the shower on her own, but it's taken some practice to get there. But we just did right. it with like some water in the tub and sat there and this is how you do your knee
0: and don't cut your ankle and, you yeah, know. But I mean, that's so good that you like, actually went through and did those things because I didn't have that. And I literally was a hack job for years yeah. because I didn't know what I was doing. I was sneaking it first of all, because I wasn't supposed to be doing it. And I was yeah. literally stealing my dad's Bic one blade razor to tame the beast. That was my legs.
1: Yeah. I hear you. It is. I remember my mom at first was like, no, not yet or whatever. And so I remember sneaking her razor in the shower, but I thought, oh, she'll notice if I shave my legs. So I'm going to shave half my arm. Like what, why did oh, that, that was, I yeah, I mean, a, cause kids. she was worried that I was going to cut myself. So that was her big, like more so than even like the projection of what it means to have a younger kid shave or whatever it was. She was just afraid I was going to cut myself. So she wouldn't let me use her razor which by the way, I'm way better with a razor. And to this day, she's still the <laughs> one who cuts herself and I'm not. <laughs> right. So maybe that's why she was nervous. She's also a six, oh, but yeah. she actually, her brilliant idea, if we're really going to go back there, she thought, well, yeah. so she doesn't cut herself. We're actually going to wax her <gasps> the first time. No. I, yes. No. Yes.
0: And oh, it was gosh. no awful
1: awful. And then my mom decided to wax herself that first night that she also did me, but she left the wax on the back of her legs too long to no. the point where she couldn't get it off. Like it had no, no, no. down and she couldn't get it off. So she was oh, no. like, I'm going to have to go get in like a hot bath to try to melt the wax off my legs. So then as she was about to get in the bath though, she decided to pee and she sat down on the toilet and she waxed herself to the toilet <laughs> no oh my god. this is so good and then she had to like rip herself off the toilet <gasps> to even be oh able to god. get into the bath to try to get the rest of it off it was a oh situation that was so. karma.
0: that was that was karma yeah right wax your child's legs for the first time oh my yeah. god
1: and then she tried to, after that, as it grew back, and I was like, I'm never facing the horror of that again. She got no. me an electric razor, which in 1995 was not like a great razor oh, and no! didn't do the trick. And I think it was finally after trying all of those different things, I think I just finally was like, I'm just using her razor in the shower. This is stupid. Yeah. And so yeah. I think I came out one day and was like, look, I shaved and I didn't kill myself.
0: So, oh my gosh. Whereas me, I'm like quickly drying off to hurry up and put pants on in the summer yeah. so nobody knows that I don't have hair on my legs, which defeats the whole purpose of having done it in the first place. Seriously. Yes, it did. Oh my goodness. Well, that is traumatizing. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Go, mom. Yeah. I think she only did the lower half of my legs, which was also like Doesn't not matter. a great look. Doesn't matter. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. All right. So we've-, we've all had our fair share of things. <laughs> yes.
1: Our our own puberty trauma that has trauma. come out. So we're going to yeah, try this- to, you know, do our best to reduce puberty trauma with the next generation. And hopefully exactly. they'll just keep building on that. Let's hope, man. Let's yes. hope. Let's just try and do better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this was an insanely long episode. Yes, yeah, so- it was at this point, I don't even know if we need to break it into two. We'll just have to see if there was enough content here, but, um, I hope that it was helpful to people.
0: It's helpful to me. So I'm learning something again. And we did this in Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, we have, we have a couple of times. Yeah. So, so yeah,
1: hopefully. And if you guys have questions and there are more things that you're like, what about this? Or, you know, whatever, let us know. And we'll try to, Address those
0: in another episode. I have, I have a whole nother list of much more inappropriate things that yes. I <laughs> You do. Where I was like, well, maybe we'll like
1: we'll scale it back a little. Maybe
0: one day. That yeah. yeah, yeah. means well. It's fine. I know.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. You made it. I made it. I'm so glad that you came on. Thanks, I have to me too. coerce you into coming on again sometime. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. All right you guys, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you found it helpful. You can find all of the products that we talked about today in today's show notes. There will be links, but there's also a really handy Amazon board that you can go to by just going to mckenziecoppa.com/amazon and you look for Girls Growing Up. If you click on that board, then I have a ton of the products listed there that we have mentioned throughout today's episode, so you can just go in there, fill up your cart and get everything that you need. Also, be sure to get your application in for our Live Well Plan co Cohorts that are coming up, MackenzieKappa.com/slash cohort. And if you thought that Sarah Lynch was a hoot and you want to get to know her, you want to get to know me better, you want to be a part of the daily lives that I have going on and the planning products that I put out just special to the Patreon community of Live Well Anyway, then you're going to want to head over to patreon.com/slash live well together. We have got a great group of ladies in there who are just doing life together on a daily basis. We have so much fun. We release two mini casts a month. Those are with me and Katie Duckett. Plus, we have a ton of other things going on. We have a bring your own book club. We have live well groups. Like I mentioned, we have those lives that I do four days a week. It's a really good time. So head on over to patreon.com slash live well together. All right. That is it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. We will have another fun episode next week, which is all about Katie and I getting ready for summer. Until then, ladies, go be bold and gracious.